0: Today, we're catching up with the founder of Firemaker Brewing, Elliot Hall. We started a series with Firemaker back in season two called Building the Brand, where we plan to follow Elliot and his team from the beginning stages of construction through grand opening. Due to COVID 19, we haven't been able to finish out the series just yet. We will one day when it's safe for all of us to gather and celebrate together again. But for now, we're sitting down with Elliot to talk about the experience of opening a brewery just days before the city was shut down and how they've navigated and weathered this challenge. Yep, how are you, Sarah? Long time no see. I
1: know, man. It feels like uh, so much longer than just a few months, but uh, been good. Things have been, uh, of course, crazy for everybody with uh, COVID and uh, just uh, the the new normal we're all adjusting to. But um, yeah, things are going well, so no complaints.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you already alluded to it, but what is the new normal for you guys? I know, I mean, you guys were like days away from a grand opening celebration when uh sort of the world went to hell in a handbasket so uh what's going on
1: uh so um yeah if if everybody remembers way back before covid uh you know in february uh things were normal you could go out and have a drink and sit close to people at restaurants and stuff like that and we were all geared up for a, a big grand opening we actually got to do our soft openings and uh our soft openings went extremely well, kind of like pre-COVID, uh, you know, packed and having a good time. And uh, right after about a few days of being open, we started hearing about, you know, some sort of virus and things might get serious. And we're like, yeah. right, let's just keep an eye on that. And then the next thing you know, we're closing down uh, uh, about eight days after opening. Um, <laughs> we, we shut down, to, you know, be safe and everything like that. We canceled our, our grand opening, which was going to be at the end of March. And uh, we turned into a, basically it's a uh crowler shop for about two months. And that was sort of a, that's what happened like in the, in the midst of COVID. And um, of course, you know, we're, we're requiring masks and everything like that. We reopened at the end of May, right at the end of May, we just opened our patio um, with like just a few tables um, and still have to-go beer. And so we did to-go beer for the two months through March and April and, and most of May, and then now we slowly like did a tiered reopening where we reopened the inside, but uh, we are requiring masks and we have social distancing, but uh, things have been going good. Uh, we've seen a good turnout, a lot of support from, uh, from our community uh, while we were only to go sales and of course now that we're, we're quasi-open uh, and back to normal. So that's it in a nutshell, but I could talk about it for an hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no i'm sure it's been a crazy few months um i mean i think it's a good sign i've heard several people and just running into folks around town and when i mentioned firemaker they're like oh the new new guys over on the west side so people are noticing you and it seems like folks are coming in and and giving the beer a shot and that's that's all you can ask for at this point right
1: absolutely everybody's been great uh, it's it's crazy um like, we first would go out and be, like, wearing Firemaker gear and stuff like that, people would be like, oh, what's that? And then now we're going out and people are going, oh, Firemaker, wow, that's awesome, I've had your beer, it's great, And or I love your tap room. So, it's, uh, it's been a very interesting evolution over the past uh, few months.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, and Elliot, I know for the folks that haven't listened to the first couple episodes that, that we had together, I know you guys put such an emphasis before opening the tap room at the... At the really the the basement of, you know, the foundation of your company of the distribution side of your business. And I'm sure that, you know, in a lot of ways that has been even more important maybe than you anticipated it being, sort of right off the jump. How how are things going in that regard?
1: Uh our our distributors have been uh, fantastic. Uh Atlanta Beverage and Eagle Rock and, and the, the teams they have there uh They've been uh, great to work with through this. Uh, the communication has been there, the support with the beer. Um, like like as you're saying, we were, we were set up for distribution and generally you like to grow new brands or new breweries in, in on-premise, which you know means selling kegs and uh, um, pretty much overnight, all of on-premise shut down uh, for the most part there for a few months. So uh, it was a little interesting there for a couple of months, but we got into package and started getting our six packs. and. As soon as we had them, uh, our distributors were ready to go selling them into a package and, and uh, the grocery stores and, and stuff like that. So uh, they they've been they've been great and we've been getting uh, a lot of a lot of love and support out out in the market. So uh, it, it's been good. It's been real good. Awesome, man. Tell me about
0: the the early product line. How did first testing go? And then I know you guys came to market with some uh, you know with some interesting products. The uh, the, the sweet tea. Uh here was a solid, uh, sample that I had at one of those early events. How, how's the market been re- responding to your product line?
1: Yeah. So the last time, uh, at, at the last podcast, uh, you actually had like the first ever test batch and we were, we were pretty happy with how that turned out. Um, uh, actually beyond happy, but we, we still did a couple more months of uh, test brewing to get, you know, our main, our main our market beers lined up and, uh, yeah, Chattahooch tea, uh, so, of course, we have our uh, Hazed and Blaze, which is our, our juicy, uh, hazy IPA. And then we have some other offerings, but uh, more specifically on the Chattahooch Tea, we, um, we, I was surprised they've never been a Southeastern IPA, that, that that hadn't kind of been, you know, that moniker hadn't been given out to a type of beer. And because you have so many of uh, East Coast, West Coast, New England. And uh, so we were like, let's make a Southeastern. And uh, our, our brewer, uh, Tyler, um, he, you know, he'd worked with brewing some tea beers and stuff like that. And I was asking, uh, I was asking, um, uh, sorry, uh, a little pop-up. <laughs> um, and, and I was like, all right, well, you know, is there a way we can make this like more sweet tea? What's synonymous with the South and su- sweet tea? And so he, he came up with a recipe for a sweet tea beer. And uh, we were cautiously optimistic, honestly. We were like, you know, it's never really been done that we know of. Uh, so. We brewed it and we were like, "Wow, this is different. This is, you know, it's it's like an IPA and it's got a good hop profile, but it's also got uh, tea. I mean, it's got it's literally got a, a, a tea in it, and it's a little bit sweet because we have some lactose. But uh, almost almost overnight in our tap room, it became one of our top, you know, five sellers or top three uh, most of the time. So we ended up uh, showing that to our distributors, and they're like, "This is." Great, there's nothing like this. Uh, uh, get that in cans for us, and and we have, and it has been a, uh, it's been selling out. So, <laughs> no, uh, no complaints. Uh, the sweet tea uh, is still a
0: southern hit. It's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. Good, uh, good market observation there by you guys. So, yes, well played. Um, speaking of marketing, I know that uh, you know typically when a, a brewery opens your tap room is such a huge piece of your uh, marketing strategy to get people in the door, trying your beer, all those things. In the midst of COVID, when you had to shut down completely for a little while, and then you've kind of been operating on a limited basis, what have you guys been thinking about from a marketing and a branding standpoint to kind of build the momentum maybe that um you were hoping would would come from having that open storefront what, what sort of things are you guys doing on the marketing standpoint to, to try to build that momentum
1: hmm. that's a good question uh yeah it, it's interesting i think covid has really brought a lot of companies into the 21st century honestly <laughs> uh, um social engagement uh, and, and that's been around for for years now but i i mean even like on a grander scale is like Now you're seeing companies that never have gotten into as much in social engagement and um, broadcasting their message across social platforms like we're doing, doing that now, you know, and uh, (laughs) seeing that uh, change in just such a short amount of time has really just reestablished what we already were planning on doing. And that was putting up... uh, tons of stuff online, uh, doing podcasts and, and, and engagements that you can do virtually, because this is the first time in the history of, of people that we've been able to put out something on a, on a social, uh, put out your message and then be able to respond to customers immediately. And so we're, we're of course, we're just ramping that up. And we it was always a main focus, but now even more so uh, when somebody you know takes the time to Uh, you know, give you a good review or or tag you on a platform like we want to make sure we're there to truly let them know how much we appreciate that.
0: Right. Well, and you guys put such a a focus and effort on branding in the beginning with the design, with the logo, with telling your story as the brewery was being built. I feel like that, that probably is content that you guys have been able to To really lean on and repurpose in this time where you thought you know events would be happening and you know you guys would kind of be out in the in the market so to have that base whereas if you didn't put the the effort into that beforehand it would be like hey we're we're open you know and you know we've got beer out in the market and
1: you're you're absolutely correct support us or, or people who see me, like uh, they'll, they'll just be like, oh my gosh, we watched you talk about how tough it was pouring concrete, or, or, or oh, hey, we're getting our labels together, you know, and, and having that, you're, you're exactly right, that that, that base of uh, support uh, from people before COVID and then rolling into it is, we were lucky to be in a position where we already had people who, who were looking forward to trying our beer and, and coming in. So once COVID hit and that kind of stopped it for a couple of months, uh, once we reopened, we we already had people that were ready to go. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's been, that's been huge. <laughs> it really has.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and Elliot, we'll, we definitely want to catch up with you again, kind of when we can all gather in larger groups and we can, we can kind of fulfill some of the, the goals and dreams that we had for, you know, a little bit of a celebration of you guys opening. But I'm, I'm wondering from a personal standpoint, man, like, so much of, of your life and your energy and, and your investment had been put into uh, opening this brewery. And I know when I talked to you at the, at the soft opening, it was almost like you were, you were almost at that point where you could just kind of exhale and say, okay, we're here, we're doing what we set out to do, we've built this place, we've set everything up. And then you kind of had to go right back into, you know, all right, how are we going to help this thing survive? This thing that everybody's fighting. How are you on a personal level now, man? Like seven, six, seven months into uh, the pandemic and trying to figure out what what life uh, running a brewery in the midst of that looks like. How, how have you been doing?
1: Uh, what what do they say? You know, what doesn't kill you makes you makes you stronger, sort of. Right. Uh, and uh, I, I keep I keep throwing this out is uh, you know, 2020 is a, a lesson in crisis management for sure. Not myself, but the whole team and and luckily i've got a, a fantastic team who uh has been able to adapt and and being young too like just being young and, and just opening we were able to get it uh I, I think very quickly whereas uh, you know with bigger corporations it takes more time uh i i can i can pull a meeting together of everybody pretty quick and go what's the plan like <laughs> what what's everybody's uh input uh but uh, i guess personally i i'm i'm feeling good uh uh the there was, of course, I mean, when it first happened, nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. And for more than a day, Uh, then as things, you know, you get new news and new information, you're like, all right, maybe we can plan for a week. Now we're starting to plan for like a month out, a little bit beyond a month, Uh, but we're still kind of on our toes uh, just because uh, we really don't know uh, when we're going to be out of the woods on this uh, 100%. So just being able to adapt, uh, having a good team has made me be able to uh, relax a little bit. You're right. Uh, right before, like seeing seeing the grand opening and seeing that big finish line from construction project to running a brewery, it definitely got kind of blended. Uh, but uh, hey, that's that's life, man. <laughs> that's life. Uh, learn from it and, and move on. <laughs> just uh,
0: just keep going. Well, I know, and I know your family was a big part of the build out. And I'll tell it for folks that haven't been to Firemaker yet. You guys did an unbelievably just beautiful job of that space. So I wanted to to tell you that on here, just um, really we were there for 30, 45 minutes and it was super enjoyable. I was looking forward to being there on the regular, you know, before, like we said, uh, life sort of went went, uh, upside down. But yeah, man, you guys did a great job looking forward to hopefully as we get through what seems to be another fall sort of spike in this thing. Uh, sur- surviving this and getting out, and, and bringing the friends and, and hanging out at Firemaker in the uh, in the near future, man. So keep up what you're doing, keep fighting the good fight, and um, as a oh, whole, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, if we can do anything. And, and well, I'll give you the opportunity here before we leave. Where can people uh, where can people find you? Where can they find your product? Um, you know, plug whatever you're, whatever you guys are plugging these days. Uh, cool. Well, uh, you can come to the brewery. We're
1: opened with a uh, social distancing mask required, uh, on nine, seven, five Chattahoochee Avenue, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. We're right near Top uh, Topgolf, about half a mile from them. And of course in stores. We post every, uh, every week online on our website at www.firemakerbeer.com. Uh, we constantly update where beers are available by city. So you can know, like, if you live in the city, here's the places that have us, whether it's at a bar or a restaurant, or at a package store, gas station, whatnot, and um, yeah, that's, that's that's that in a nutshell, and you can follow us on all our
0: socials, at Firemaker Beer. and yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> all right, Elliot, good to see you again, man. Hopefully uh, we'll catch up soon, and like I said, hopefully we can get a big group together to celebrate all the great work you guys are doing down at the brewery uh, sooner rather than later. Sounds great, man, I'll bring the beer. <laughs> I love it, love it, see you soon. Have a good one. All right, bye. Follow the Firemaker team on Instagram at Firemaker Beer. The brewery is open, and you can find their weekly hours, specials, and more on social media. Atlanta Born & Brand is a production of Connext Media. We're a full-service digital media company focused on helping small businesses tell their story in the most effective way they can. If you'd like to tell the story of your business, we'd love to help. You can find us at ConnextATL.com. Make sure to subscribe to Atlanta Born and & Brand and Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to be listening. If you like the show, we'd really appreciate a review and a rating. And of course, share it with your friends. Keep up with the show on social media. We're at ATL Born Brand on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also like our Atlanta Born & Brand Facebook page. Finally, you can find all the previous episodes of the show on our website, atlborn.com. For Atlanta Born and & Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks for listening, and I'll see y'all soon.